what's up my sunlight samurais, how are you guys doing? So is there even something like a anabolic antioxidant? Like a lot of us associate antioxidants with something that can actually blunt the hypertrophy response. So how can there be an anabolic antioxidant? So the, the most common antioxidants that were looked at to blunt the hypertrophy response was vitamin C, vitamin E, and or the combination of both. Those have been shown to have the possibility to blunt hypertrophy, but there are a lot of elite bodybuilders, now obviously they're on steroids, that do use largest, large amounts of these vitamins, like specifically vitamin C. And that does not seem to be blunting their hypertrophy. And when we talk about blunting hypertrophy, does that mean like you will not be able to reach your genetic potential or does that just mean that it will take longer? Anyway, so let's get back to it. This antioxidant is called quercetin. And supplementing one gram of quercetin in this specific study has actually been shown to increase IGF-1 and IGF-2. So IGF-1 and IGF-2 is involved in the regeneration process and can also be anabolic. So that's why a lot of bodybuilders use insulin because it increases IGF-1 and it's anabolic. It's anti-catabolic and can promote anabolism in general. So this study looked at the moderately, moderately trained athletes. So they weren't beginners, but they weren't elite people either. And most people aren't elite. So this kind of like study is applicable to most people that do exercise because very few people are elite. So moderately trained people, they used one gram of quercetin uh, for this duration of the for the duration of the study, and it found that the increase in IGF one was significantly more with the quercetin group, and then the increase in IGF one uh, IGF two was also faster and higher in the in the quercetin group. So what happens is that you do an exercise bout, you then you get muscle damage, and then uh, IGF one like uh, the first day when you exercise it's zero. Twenty four hours later it's kind of like the same, and forty eight hours the same. And then the 72 hours, it spikes, and then IGF-1 starts to drop. This is kind of like what happens with IGF-1 when you exercise. With IGF-2, it's kind of like level, and then it starts to rise on subsequent days. So it's kind of like an inverse correlation between IGF-1 and IGF-2. So IGF-1 goes down, IGF-2 goes up. So both of those are involved with muscle regeneration. What they found with a quercetin group is that the spike in IGF-1 was higher, about 50% higher in the quercetin group. And it also declined, but it still remained higher. And then the IGF-2 group also got this spike in IGF-2 that then declined instead of this gradual increase. So the increase in IGF-2 by day three after the exercise bout was about double usual. So, um, so this means, this translates to faster recovery. And what happens when you recover faster? You can do more. And typically hypertrophy is limited to how much volume you can do. You will always hear about people say that um, volume is linked to hypertrophy. So the more you can do, the more likely you are to grow depending on how fast you can recover. And the things that you use that can help with recovery, like anabolic steroids, is typically what helps people to recover faster, then they can build more muscle. So quercetin, by helping you to recover faster, allows you to do more and that allows you to get better results. But the thing with these studies is that they don't always find that people get better gains. They don't get better hypertrophy, they don't get better fat loss, they don't get better strength gains. And why is that? Because they have this program, you can only do three by eight. So even if you feel like, oh, this was a piece of cake, I can do more, you're not allowed to do more. So this can like also put some limitations on the study, but that 
creating that kind of study that allows someone to do their own kind of volume might obviously that's too much variables but that's the whole point when you use corset and you can recover faster you can do more volume so let's talk about a skill that you train um, so if you're doing like parker or you're doing trampoline work you're doing cycling you're doing any kind of cycling some skill okay so any kind of skill work that you do in a sport the faster you can recover the more frequently you can train that skill and the faster you will get good at that skill right because a lot of sports do a lot of skill work and your skill work depends on how good you recover you don't recover good you don't have that muscle capacity to do optimal skill work because you have to do that skill perfectly perfect practice makes perfect practice doesn't make perfect perfect practice does so you have to be optimally recovered in order to put in the best effort into that skill to get good at that skill so quercetin can help with that so there was another study that showed Although quercetin didn't help with um, increasing lean mass or helping with fat mass loss, it significantly increased time to exhaustion. So you can do more work. And the thing is, like as I mentioned, these studies don't allow people to do more work, but you can. So that means you can get better results. You recover faster. If I want to do backflips every single day, like there's a big possibility I will be limited by my recovery. Like my abs is going to pain and a lot of things is just going to be, you know, suboptimal because... <coughs> sorry i don't necessarily uh, recover that fast for example like anyone doesn't really you, you can't deadlift every single day right but now you take a supplement to speed up recovery so instead of deadlifting every once a week you can deadlift twice a week or something like that you know what i mean so fast recovery means you can do it more frequently and it doesn't mean you have to max out it just means that you can train it more frequently you still have to program your program cleverly right cleverly um, so yeah, I hope this video was helpful. One gram of quercetin on a daily basis has been shown to dramatically improve recovery by increasing IGF-1 and IGF-2. So it allows you to do more, you will get better results in the long run. So yeah, it is applicable. So yeah, try it out, give it a try, let me know how it works. Combine this with my other recovery stack that I talked about. Um, still something I want to try. I'm still waiting for the order. Is that topical mustard extract I'm going to make for the brassinosteroids. So the brassinosteroid topical combined with the magnesium and sodium bicarb and um, sodium salicylate baths help with the faster recovery. But I just say Epsom salt baths should be sufficient with sodium bicarbonate. You don't have to add sodium salicylate every single time. Topical brassinosteroids combined with the squircet is going to be an amazing uh, and um, stack to help with the recovery and so that you can do more and gain faster. All right, guys, try it out. Let me know and I'll talk to you soon. Cheers.